So the first time I met you, I overheard someone calling you their favorite transgender outstanding awardee or something like that. Right. And I believed him. I be- so I, I actually thought that you were transgender and uh, it's because of the award you received, the 10 Outstanding, outstanding Young, young Men Award. Award. And there's no such award that's particularly called 10 Outstanding Young Women. No, no. So, At some point, they called it young people, and then quite, they reverted back to. to why did they men. revert it back to? I mean, I think it, they they think that men is like like the man human yeah, human being. Okay. so it's more encompassing. That's still pretty sexist. It, I mean, they it could is. Still... Yes, I I did relay that to to the That's JCs, good. but they said that you know they've considered it before, but they reverted back to the old. Now you can talk. Title. All you want about complaining about that award? Well, I think and I have to be fair. I've articulated my position, yeah. <laughs> and, but I, to be honest, I don't mind being called the, their favorite transvestite sociologist. I don't particularly find it offensive. Transvestite, of course, that's different from a transgender. A transgender. Like right. there are a lot of these things that a lot of Filipinos are still yeah. unaware about, and that brings us to what we're going to talk about today: the Jennifer. Right. I emphasize Jennifer because that is her name. Jennifer Laude. You don't want to do the air quotes like Jeffrey Jennifer Laude. Yeah, yeah, like the also known as, you know, Jeffrey Laude, also known as Jennifer or Jeffrey, who also calls herself Jennifer. I mean, that's just plainly insulting. Right. I I, I agree. I mean, people should be called by the name they want to be called. Okay. And a lot of people would sympathize with that. Like, uh, whatever name you want to be called, like if you have a nickname that you prefer, right. then sure, people would have no problem with that. But the other more important issue of self-determination, mm-hmm. like determining whether you're a man or a woman, right. people have a really big problem with that, or a lot of people. Yeah. So it's, um, if you want to see, of course, if, if you want to see all this, all the vitriol mm. about this issue, like you just have to read one of the articles and then Move to the comment section. Yes. And it's all there. It's still very much disgusting. And I've been very frustrated reading the comments because I had this impression that generally in the Philippines, I mean, we always rank well in these indices on tolerance with LGBT and women's rights as well. But when I read these comments, it kind of reveals that we've got a long way to go. So it kind of makes me reflect. So if we do so well in all these indices, how bad is it in other countries? So that's even more depressing. So I, I don't know. I mean... It's good that this issue has started a conversation about this. I mean, it's good that the newspapers have started debating the pronouns to be used. And mm. a lot of op-ed pieces have, have been published about, I think Inquirer Today published an op-ed that says her name is Jennifer. Yes, so I exactly. think that's a good thing. Do the link, do the link. Oh, yeah, right. There you that go. article. <laughs> In, that's my most graceful <laughs> attempt to do that. But yeah, um, but yeah so I think it's, it's a good thing to that extent. Mm. But I think on balance, it's still a very frustrating. It is. Frustrating. I mean, not. It doesn't mean that we are more progressive than our neighboring countries, which is really not so hard to do. <laughs> that we we don't have some work to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Right. And um, so the issue for those of you who aren't familiar, okay. what happened was allegedly, of course, it's still allegedly. Mm. Nothing has been proven yet, yeah. and that's also a very important, of course, yeah. um, issue here. The, the issue of uh, the right to due process. Yes. I mean, okay. um, Jennifer Laude, 
has just as much right to self-determination on, on her name, on mm -hmm. whether she is a woman, to uh, Pemberton's, um, Scott Pemberton's right to due process. Mm -hmm. to, so to jump the gun or, or to jump to conclusions and label him a murderer mm -hmm. without, um, without um, going through the trial yep. is um, also a violation of his human right. Yeah, I think we can isolate it to that extent. So, okay, we can yeah. always assume that, okay, this um, this man, this American military man, mm. has the right to a due process. Okay, I get that. But even if we isolate the discussion to a, a transgendered woman yeah. who was murdered, regardless who murdered her, yeah. of course, because that brings in the whole VFA argument, which is yeah, also very yeah. important. Yeah. But let's isolate that for a bit and yeah. just have a discussion about this case yeah. and the vitriol, really, that comes out. Oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. that's already a very revealing status or like a like a general report of where we are in terms of gender equality in terms of uh, in terms of re respecting sexual preferences mm. so i mean i don't know what to make of these comments because one could say that this is just a like a very noisy minority and that's still what i want to believe the noisy minority is the are the people who are anti-transgender, anti-LGBT? Absolutely, anti -LGBT. the super conservative traditional. We hope roles. they are just a noisy minority, right? But what's what's disturbing here is, aside from the gender dimension, it's also the concept of you know the common argument of slaming the slut, of shaming the slut, mm, because. Yeah. Let's take out the gender dimension, but let's take the dimension of this person being in a relationship with another person who's yeah. already, and you know, she's already engaged, engaged to this person. What is she doing out in a bar talking to men? And so I think there's also that broader issue here of yeah, we were talking about this earlier yeah. about monogamy, having yeah. just one partner, and that wrong behavior of engaging in I don't know flirtatious behavior probably with other people is automatically. Are stigmatized yeah. so much to the extent that some people would even justify murder for that. So mm. yeah, let's 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 go to the issue of um, victim blaming here. Yeah. But like one of the the things I hate most about the comments is that she deserved what she got. Yeah. If if you fool someone into mm -hmm. thinking that you're someone else, and yeah. then they discover like that you're not who you who you're presenting yourself as. Right. Like. A lot of people seem to think that it's justified. That yeah. you know, murder is never justified. Or some people deserve it more you than others. Some, yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think it has also something to do with the way Jennifer was killed. I mean, yeah, that that was brutal. Yeah, I mean, of course, Allegedly, we hear a lot of cases yeah. of, of rape. You know, some people get stabbed, some people um, get shot. Yeah. But this specific case is a case of, of a person whose head was dumped in a toilet bowl which is really a huge sign of disrespect like there was yeah. really this sense of disgust maybe yeah, or of yeah. anger like, so it, yeah i mean of course a while ago i was saying we kind of also have to divorce the issue of gender here but yeah. it's very much integral to the to the case uh which makes it a hate crime for some people because the way the murder was committed it was kind of like um he was trying to send a message. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, exactly, yeah. of course, we don't know if that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. But if you were trying to send a message that right. I hate your identity, right? Like that's the Absolutely. way you do it. You, yeah. you, okay. For those of you who aren't so familiar with the issue and you're too lazy to read, read us a this wonderful link. link okay, you. this link about about the the alleged what what allegedly happened. Like Jennifer Laude mm -hmm. was um, at a bar and. Um, um, she and one of her, her friends invited uh, S Scott Pemberton yeah. to their motel room yeah. 
And allegedly, it was here that Scott discovered that she was transgender, and allegedly, he drowned Jennifer mm -hmm. in the toilet. Okay, so now that we're all, all on the same page, the brutality, hate crimes. Mm -hmm. let's, let's go to the topic of hate crimes. Mm -hmm. What makes a, a hate crime different from any other crime? Well, I think it's something directed at a person's particular identity. So, mm. for example, if you target immigrants, for example, and you specifically, sh there's an element of shaming and an element of stigmatizing that particular group because of their particular identity claims, um, that would make it a hate crime, I think. And in this case, it's the case of, of gender. And, in, and there, there's a particular symbolic aspect to how they're offended. So it's not just a particular form of crime or murder where, for example, um, you get another person's purse and get stabbed yeah. along the way. I mean, this is a standard crime. But a hate crime tries to send a message yeah. of disapproval against someone's identity claims. Yeah. So I think that, that, that is what defines it in a non-legalistic but more sociological way. And if you, if you want to see the justification for the distinction of hate crime, just read the comments. Again, yeah. a lot of people do think that yeah. Jennifer deserved what she got. Yeah, and I think one of my most favorite arguments here is Jennifer was killed twice here. Mm. She was killed by the murder itself, but she was also killed by all of these hateful, spiteful comments. I mean, we could at least celebrate her life, her bravery, of her ability to push the boundaries and live a normal life in, in Subic, but mm. she didn't really get that in her death. So it's almost as good as killing her again, given that her legacy is very much um, demeaned by all of these comments. So yeah. I, I think it's one of, it, it's, it's the argument about it takes a village to kill a transgendered or a tra transgendered woman. And it's very, it's very disturbing. And then there are, of course, the, the dimension of sex work or prostitution. Yeah. Um, like there's so much intersectionality in this issue. Yeah. Like there's already the, the feminism, the LGBT, course, transgender yeah. issues. And then of course, as if prostitutes deserve to be killed. That there's yeah. that. Like, um, if you behave in a certain way, right. you know, you deserve um, certain treatment or even right. violence and murder. And there's just, like, like um, you've already said several times, there's still a long way to go. Mm. There's still a lot of work to be done. And um, even the cheating. Ah, oh, yes. Even yeah. the issue of cheating. She right. was cheating on her fiancé, right. yeah. who she... Um, sent a video just um, a few hours before, a few she, hours was before yeah. she was killed and then and then this happened and then oh you're cheating on your fiance right. your would-be husband therefore you deserve what you got I mean yeah it's it just um, emphasizes the kind of conservative culture that we have in this country that there's only one kind of relationship that's uh -huh. approved of by everyone. There's right. a man, there's a woman, just the two of them right. loving each other. Who are meant to be virtuous. <laughs> Who are meant to be virtuous. Right. So, so it could very well be that they have a certain agreement mm -hmm. that um, they're, they're not um, sexually monogamous, that mm -hmm. they're only emotionally monogamous, and that's Absolutely. also okay. Of yeah. course, we're only speculating it's here. Speculate. Yeah. It's We're only speculating here, but what we do see is that people have a tendency to own, to judge people based on the norms yeah. that they've what they consider to. to be a good acceptable relationship and anything that's outside those boundaries of a virtuous heterosexual monogamous relationship anything outside that bounds is worth stigmatizing yeah 
and condemned and yeah. probably whatever actions beyond that can be can be deserving yeah. of, of harm from other people so yeah it's rather it's rather so disturbing. so this very complex issue like you, you couldn't have chosen a more complex nuanced issue than than the transgender yeah. um, issue um, and like I said the intersectionality it brings up a lot of other related issues right. and it's an opportunity to raise awareness right. about these issues about the, the LGBT community the transgender community yeah. but other groups are also using it as an opportunity to bring their agenda into it like um, like you mentioned already the visiting mm. forces agreement and you know this happened and therefore the visiting forces agreement is wrong and America yeah. is Satan mm -hmm. <laughs> like of course there are those people who opportunistically use this to you know to for their to further their agendas of course you can't um, mm -hmm. you can't blame them I mean that's what advocacy groups do they try to to see the the relationship of certain yeah. causes to theirs yeah. but what what do you think of this I agree actually because it's not as if these are isolated cases um, there are a lot of systematic cases not just with the case of the Nicole issue uh, with the, with the subic rape case I mean systematically we can see here that these visiting forces agreements, these joint military exercises, are never, never productive if there's an asymmetry of power. Mm. And since we were talking about intersectionality already, we must not lose sight of the issue of ethnicity here. Yeah. Because this is also a Filipino, fair-skinned woman mm. who was allegedly attacked by a white, heterosexual probably, American man, yeah. right? So there is that intersectionality of who's the more superior more powerful person in this context. So, yeah. I mean, I get the critique about opportunism and a lot yeah. of people are making that claim. But I think this is just part of the many critiques on the VFA and this is one manifestation yeah. of a dangerous agreement where there is an asymmetry of power between two nations. And it was really just upsetting for me when our president said, well, you know, crimes happen everywhere. And this crime must not reflect the broader benefits we get from the VFA. Um, of course, Security experts have different opinions on the subject, and I'm not particularly an expert on this topic. But at least from the standpoint of a Filipino whose fellow Filipina was hurt on this matter, and I have my president saying that, well, crimes are committed everywhere. Mm. I just feel offended. Like, my president does not stand up for a murdered person. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that happened because you have the, 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 the American forces here. Mm, so, yeah. yeah, to me, that's a bit... You know, not just a bit, but it's really inexcusable. It's wrong, and everyone has every right to bring up the issue and make as much noise about it yeah. as they want. And I, I bring the issue up of making noise because there are countries, neighboring countries, where such discussions are not even possible. You're right. Like I, I know the so, some people from the LGBT, particularly the transgender community in Malaysia, mm -hmm. and they can't even have an LGBT organization there. Oh, really? Okay. Like, you can't call yourself, like, transgender women of Malaysia. You can't. Right, yeah. Like, okay. the, the way they, they do it, they, they work around it, is they call themselves um, TLGB. Together, life gets better. That's, <laughs> I that's, love it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the acronym stands for, because yeah. they couldn't use the, the LGBT acronym, right, because right. that's just not allowed. Mm. And criticizing like the the conservative government, the conservative culture sure. will get you in a lot of trouble. Sure. And yeah. um, we're just lucky. Again, it's only relative to our more unlucky neighbors. We're lucky yeah. in the sense that 
we can talk about these things. Activism right. and advocacy can happen. Right. And this is um, an opportunity that people should not let, uh, let pass up. Yes, and of course, this can also be, I mean, speaking of opportunism, or maybe to, to, to change that a bit, let this be an opportunity to have a more formal acknowledgement of the plight of LGBTs. Yeah. Um, I mean, until now, the anti-discrimination bill is still a bill, and why is it stuck there? Um, a lot of the gender-related developments we've had are on the front of women, for example. Like, Quezon City, for example, recently had a breastfeeding center. Mm. <laughs> you know, they have all of these mandates to, to make sure that women have equal access to resources. Yeah. But why is it so hard to translate that to the plight of other minorities like yeah. LGBT communities. And I think that is where the distinction lies. If women are finding it so hard to lobby for this, for these institutionalized benefits, then how much more for a, for a sexual minority? So um, a discussion is good, of course. It's always a good starting point. But for it to be meaningful on the realm of politics, then something institutional has to happen. And we are, we are very far from that. And um, if we're going to start anywhere, it might as well be the basics. And for a lot of people, like um, I, I started the discussion by talking about names and how mm -hmm. Jennifer deserves to be called Jennifer right. and people generally give her that. Right. But they won't give her the label of woman because right. um, she has a penis or right. had a penis. Right. Like for a lot of people, it's it just comes down to that. Right. I won't agree with with um, your label as woman, yeah. I mean, okay, you call yourself a woman, but, but for me, you're not because you had or have a penis. Right. I think when you're still in that intellectual regime, that biology still predominantly you know, yeah, essentialism, determine, like, yeah. Yeah, determines who we are as people. Um, you know, when you, when you listen to all of these standard questions of what is the essence of a woman, the mm. essence of a woman is to be a mother, as if your essence as a human being can be reduced to your reproductive yeah. capacities, right? Yeah. So I think, yeah, the broader the broader issue here is how biologically deterministic some people still think. And that kind of limits the kind of identities we want to pursue. And, you know, I had, I had this big discussion with some of my LGBT colleagues in the academe, and we were talking about rights. Is it a right uh, to claim a sexual identity? Because, mm. you know, we also have to be very careful in terms of saying, well, some rights are rights because without it, you die. Yeah. But if you don't have sex, you don't die, right? Yeah. So why is it particularly... We were talking about... Oh, really? That, it's the same conversation. The other, yeah, like about sex being a right, but go ahead. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's probably why it's, it's very tricky because for some people, it's really superfluous or yeah. it's really... Um, what is the word for that? It's, it's capricious yeah. to demand yeah. recognition for, for these particular... Um, Rights, if yeah, we can call because um, if you call it a right, it implies that there's um, a duty yeah. on the part of other people yes. to, to provide you or yeah. to respect that right. So yes. if you say that that people like Jennifer have a right to call themselves women, yes, then the duty is on the other people to mm -hmm. call themselves uh, to call Jennifer a woman, right? So exactly. um, also, of course, that the related, the, the very simple um, use of pronouns. Yeah. has always been a huge issue. Okay, I'll give you the name, sure, yeah. but I'll refer to you with a, with a pronoun of the opposite. Uh, yeah. So I guess more than an issue of rights, because that's a, such a very complicated debate, I would say it's an issue of dignity, mm. which is something that we accord to fellow, to fellow human people, beings, to fellow yeah. human beings. Or beings. Or yeah, beings, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to fellow people. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and it's part of a person's dignity to have the recognition to be recognized for the kind of person you want to be and you want to become yeah. and to curtail to curtail that aspiration is to deny that person that dignity which i think we all deserve but i mean of course it's interesting because some people would say why does why do these pronouns even matter we're all human beings yeah, anyway yeah, right yeah. but the argument though against that is we experience being human or being people differently and we have to celebrate that difference we can't just you know erase that and say you know we're all we're all people here we are people because we have these differences and to deny to deny that pronoun I think is to deny that person's dignity. So it it is more of an issue of dignity. I think more than of more than rights. Yeah, and it's a, it's identity. I mean, yeah, people can live, but whether they live with dignity, with yes. integrity, or whether it's a life worth living. Yeah. I mean, it's um, you know, coming out of the closet. Yeah. You know, just 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 that. Yeah. Just something as simple as being true to yourself. Mm. You know, or admitting that that you have a certain sexuality. Yeah. And, uh, and imagine just how hard it is mm -hmm. for, for transgender people, uh, transgenders. They, they're not used to the body that they were born in. Like that's, yes. you know, that's, I mean, just imagine how hard it is for someone. I personally cannot imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a unique experience. It's yeah. probably why it's so hard for a lot of people to, to be sympathetic. When, when some people would say that, I, like, for example, I am a woman trapped in a, in a man's body. Mm. And some people would say, Artemanalan, that's so capricious. I mean, live with the organs you have. Yeah. But it's something that we probably should learn more about through these narratives and through these stories who've done a transition from being yeah. a man to a woman or a woman to a man. Because I could not possibly comprehend it because I haven't gone through that experience. Yeah. But I can imagine how difficult it is to be trapped in a body that you cannot really live with. Yeah, and... Um... Again, we cannot imagine uh, because we, we do not have live that experience. Exactly. So the best thing that we can do is listen to, to these uh, men and women who are living through that experience. Yes. And it's just very unfortunate that it has to come to this before yeah. such, um, such a level of awareness is raised. Yeah. But he here we are. And let's just, um, you know, take what we can, learn what we can. And how do we move this forward? Mm -hmm. Like as... as advocates as activists or just as regular people who yeah. who who I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the first time that people um learn about the distinctions of transvestite right, or transgender right. or that such such a thing is even possible if you How want to learn begin? the distinctions look at this website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a very interesting there, there's a gender bread right graphic that, right that's yeah. very helpful not only in the transgender issues but like on on the comp on the nuances yes. of not only you know gender identity, there's gender expression, and the, and mm. so on, and so yeah. on. So there are also other links. Read about um, about LGBT issues. Yeah. The LGBT Pride March. Oh yeah. Is yeah. coming up. When is it? And um, when is the December? December. It's always okay. in Dece on December. Right. Okay. The the Quezon City one is um, here's a link. And then there was one in UP after the Pepsi we thing happened. Yeah, yeah, we right. were there. It was it was fun. And yeah. here's a link to to a video, <laughs> uh, yeah, of uh, of our marching there. Yeah, and of course, we will march in full force um, at the Pride March uh, in December and all right. other Pride marches this year and next year. And um, one one activity that you can do to support um, LGBT identity mm -hmm. is to come out for your LGBT friends or, Absolutely. you know, and um, we will do just that.
for watching. And if you would like to discuss this issue, we are having a meetup on Saturday, October 25. The details, the venue, and other topics will be listed on our website, on our Facebook page. Do like, subscribe, comment, share. You know the drill. And um, thank you, Nicole. Yes, thank uh, you for inviting me. For being here. And we look forward to, to other podcasts with you. Thanks. And see you next time. Thank you.